Well, hey there, friend. Rachel Thomas here. Wanted to give you all just a quick heads up about the episode you're going to hear today, particularly because we recorded this conversation just a few days prior to us intentionally pivoting the series for Mercy Talk. And if you've been listening over the last couple weeks, then you know we have taken time and space to have a conversation about racial injustice. And while that conversation is so far from over and we're still learning what it means to listen and to learn and to pray, we felt led to go ahead and share this conversation with you today. So with that being said, you're going to hear from our executive director of outreach, Melanie Wise, and she's just going to share what the Lord has been showing her about abiding in him versus surviving in the midst of this COVID-19 crisis and the quarantine and everything that goes along with that depending on where you are in the country or even what season and time you end up listening to this. We know things may look different, but the overall arching theme is still the same, that Jesus has come to give life and life abundant. So with that being said, we hope you're encouraged by today's episode. This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mercy Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Thomas, joined by our executive director of outreach, yes, Melanie Wise. Welcome. Hi guys. And Erin Gentry, our Empower and Freedom Advocacy Coordinator. What's up, guys? That's her that's her title today. I know. That's my title today. It's that is your title. I was going to put in like admin super boss or something like that, <laughs> Yeah, you are. but also I was like, I should also say your real actual title. title. <laughs> yeah. Coordinator is just a fancy word for admin. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He does so much more guys. So much more. Um, but yeah, we're, we're all together today and it is crazy town to think that we're in a new month and we are halfway through the year. That is that's <laughs> insane. Is the year still going? Is it still happening? <laughs> wow. It's January. Is it January? Is it January yet? Yes. I know there are moments when time has felt like it stood still and it's like, wait, is this, are we still keeping track on a calendar? Is this still happening? Because it doesn't feel like real life. Like, I really don't feel like this is real life still to to this day. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't feel like it's real. I'm with you. And a friend the other day was like, did you know we're halfway through the year? And I was like, what? Oh yeah, we're still in a year. Like we're still going through the the month. So it's it's crazy, and I'm sure um, many of you guys can relate to this. Just being thankful for God's presence, His peace in this crazy time. Like Mel said, I mean, it doesn't. Some of this just still doesn't feel real. Um, and so, in the midst of like those swirling emotions, and even Brooke said a couple weeks ago, it feels like I'm underwater, and I'm just waiting for somebody to wake me up. Yeah. Um, even in the midst of underwater swirliness, <laughs> God is still very present with us. And we just kind of want to take a moment here even. I don't know that we've specifically done this. We've definitely referenced it. But just thank all of you listening, all of our essential care workers, Mm -hmm. all of those who 
um, have really sacrificed so much in this whole pandemic and put their life on the line to to serve so many of us. So thank you. We're so grateful um, for what you do and for your service. Um, but as we move forward this year with Mercy Talk and. I did say year because it's still moving forward. Thank you, Jesus. Right. Um, <laughs> just, I think, yes, Lord. We just want to be intentional and in pointing others to the hope and freedom um, that can only be found in Jesus. And so this month, we're going to take some time to really look and discuss what does it mean to thrive rather than just survive in the midst of this new normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making me laugh, new normal, as if it's normal. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I've heard that phrase thrown around a ton, this new normal, but I don't know about you guys, I'm still like, what is it? What yeah. is this new normal? Well, it changes every week. It does. Every yes. single week. Even yeah. things as simple as like, my online experience changes every week. They're updating oh, this, updating that. Yes. I can't get it figured out. I mean, yeah, even for this recording of our podcast, we had to register for our Zoom. I'm like, what do you I know? Well, like change? Zoom and Facebook Live. If you guys could just calm down for a minute. Stop down. changing everything every week. <laughs> but that's just that's just a picture yes. of the rest of life. It's just keeps it just keeps yes. changing and it is gonna keep changing. I think yeah. new normal um, can be something that some people are like, this is sad. I liked my old normal. And then there's also new normal can be a hopeful thing. I think a lot of people have taken this as a reset, a time to say, actually, I can pick and choose what I want to do with my life. Do I want to go back to this when it's all over or do I want to drop that? Um, We've actually, we've experienced that a lot, even in our own family with different jobs and stuff that were taken away during COVID. We're like, wait, want to go back to that or switch that completely so this new normal we're still figuring it out um there's also something really good to be said about choosing to participate in the journey that we're on so in this new normal rather than the one you wish you were on Um, i wish i was doing better i wish i was doing this but just to be where we are doing what we're doing right now and not just getting by like rachel is saying we're going to be talking about thriving versus surviving so melanie could you take a moment just introduce that concept uh, of thrive survive and what we're going to be looking at this month yeah it's funny whenever we were talking about doing this series rachel i got so excited about it because this has hit home for me personally a lot and because I remember in the early days of this pandemic like I mean when I think back to mid-March truly a lifetime ago but I remember when this all started we lost childcare, and I'm like oh no you know and it was those chaotic first few weeks and like I feel like kind of gotten in the groove now and I'm used to the chaos now but those first couple of weeks I was like, I'll never survive this. And I just remember it was just chaos and honestly, just kind of like downright horrible. Um, (laughs) Y'all know, I probably cried multiple times on Zoom calls with you guys. (laughs) But I just remember when people asked, how are you doing? The only way I knew to respond to them was to just say, I'm surviving. Mm -hmm. We're surviving. Like, that's all that I knew what to say. But I remember that like after a couple of weeks of that, I just remember stopping at one point and thinking, wait, <laughs> like, mm. like, hold on, surely, surely the Lord has more for me and more for my family in this season than just to survive it. Yes. Um, and one of my absolute favorite life scriptures is John 10, 10. Yes. Um, and it's, it's the very well-known scripture about when, you know, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. I always have to say that really 
slowly because I stay. <laughs> I know. Steal, kill, and destroy. That's how it comes out. Um, but Jesus is like, I have come so that you might have life and have it to the full. Yes. Um, and I read the Passion Translation recently and I, I brought it because it's just so good. <gasps> it says, I have come to give you everything in abundance. Oh my word, I just saw your cat. That was awesome. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Gotta watch, gotta watch the YouTube to see the cat. Gotta watch the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Okay, I'll start that over. Yeah, so the passion translation of this scripture says, I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, mm. life in its fullness until you overflow. Man. Ah, it's so good. So, so good. the crazy thing is that I looked this up in lots of translations, you know, I just loved seeing the different translations and I don't see any like footnote or side thing or whatever that says, well, like this scripture applies unless you're in a global Ooh. pandemic where you lose childcare and have to work <laughs> at home full time because then you're just in survival mode and you can get back to abundant life once your circumstances get better. Like, I don't see that anywhere. Oh, and, and so it was really one of those times where I was like, okay, Jesus, you promised it and there's no caveats here. Right. So I'm going to hold you to this one. And it's like what this scripture has always said to me is that there is a really big difference between existing and living and you can exist and you can do all the things that existing entails. You can have a decent life doing it. Um, you know, you can eat, you can sleep, you can have a job and get married, do all those things and, and really have a fine life mm -hmm. and you can do all those things that existing entails, but never really live and mm -hmm. never really yeah. experience the fullness of life that you were created to experience. And so yeah. there was a point in this season where I realized that I could just exist. I could just survive. I could mm -hmm. just get through it, get up every day, take care of my son, do my work, do the laundry, cook the dinner. I could do it and that would be fine. Yes. It would be fine. I could just survive this season until my circumstances get more ideal. But Jesus's offer for abundant, full mm -hmm. life was never meant to be tied to our circumstances. And so, so okay. I just remember thinking, all right, this is where the rubber meets the road with this scripture for me. And yeah. so that's kind of where we're headed. That's why I was so excited whenever you brought up the idea of this series. Um, because, man, it's been where I've been living lately. It's home, for sure. Yeah. And it... I would even say just to pause before we really jump into that. That's where we're going. I, I, Melanie, as you were talking, I just felt excited, like full yeah. of hope. You know, I don't think mm -hmm. I even realized that maybe I myself was sitting and surviving. Mm -hmm. I think I go back and forth and it's almost like you wake up and go, wait, yeah, there's an invitation for abundance. I love yeah. how you said that. That verse is an invitation that it's available yes. for you to go and get. And, but before we jump into that, um, just want to make sure that we're honest about the effects that quarantine may have had on many of us. We actually heard from a lot of people who emailed in that they have old issues coming back during the season, just popping back up. And it's no secret that our freedom journey uh, is involved. It involves a lot of different moments where the enemy will try to convince us that we were never free in the first place. Yeah. Uh, I can raise my hand to say I've definitely had that where um, there has been something I thought, oh, yeah, I'm totally free from this. And then it comes back up and it's immediately my first thought is not, oh, is this just happening one time? I'm just struggling. I'm like, it's oh, I was never free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. over. It's dead. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> of course you were free. And so but that that's what happens. It, we are convinced of that um, mm. or um, 
you know, he tries to convince us that the work of the Holy Spirit was ineffective in our lives. And mm-hmm. that's not true either. So we want to take a minute to encourage you that nothing could be further from the truth. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, just as you heard Melanie say with that scripture, um, it is available. This abundance is available, but you may also not be experiencing that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're, even if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, I'm just not there. And I don't think I can be there. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's yeah. not, it's, it is mm-hmm. a journey that we're all on. Um, even you may have heard Melanie talked about it. She said, I was in a moment of survival and then yeah. had this revelation mm-hmm. and moved towards thriving. So wherever you are on that, if you're already thriving, if you feel like you're just surviving, uh, yeah. Well, and I think when those issues have come back up for people, and I know when I've seen some stuff pop up for me that I was like, wait, what? Why? I was done with this. We had closed this door. And I think in a a season like this, it can be easy to think, well, I just need to survive this storm. Like this thing is coming back up for me and I just need to get through it. I just need to survive it. I just, and honestly, what happens when people think they need to survive through their issues, they just turn to coping. And and we are not about coping. Like mercy is very not about just coping. (laughs) It's about like, no, 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 no. Like press in and the Lord has potentially really used this season to invite you into your next step of freedom. That's good. And man, we are so passionate about that because it makes me crazy angry how the enemy will use these kinds of moments, what you just described, Erin, to convince you that the work, all the work you did was not worth it. It was all Mm -hmm. lost. Um, And so why would you do it again? Like, why would you keep going if it's just, if something like this is just going to awaken it all again? It makes me crazy. Because I'm like, that's what the enemy does. Because if he can convince you of that, he'll convince you to stop and quit your journey. And so I, I love that you said that because, you know, we are just really, really, we're strong believers in process. We're strong believers in the fact that like, our journey is in, you know, healing comes in layers. We say that a lot yes. um, of just, and, and the Lord will use these types of things to say, guess what? I'm inviting you to the next layer, to the yes. next step. And it's so sweet and so good. And so if that is what the Lord has done for you, if the Lord has allowed um, some things to kind of come back up, it's only him inviting you to the next thing. So don't just survive it, like lean into and use, you know, I mean, for anybody who's used keys to freedom or any of those things that helped you find freedom in the first place, use all those tools again to get the next layer. It's so, so important because like, that's one of the ways that you get to thrive and not just survive in this, in this time. Hey guys, Rachel here. We're going to get back into some more practical tools in just a second, but for a minute, I wanted to remind you that if you know of somebody who needs to hear this message of hope and peace found only in Jesus, you can share it with them, whether on Facebook, Instagram, through text message, however it works best for you. Social distancing does not have to disconnect us. We'd also love to hear from you in the coming weeks. So if you have specific questions or topics you'd like to hear us cover during this COVID-19 crisis, we're going to stay fluid and flexible and break away from our normally scheduled series. So send us a message at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And finally, I'm sure you already know, but Mercy Talk is a donor-funded podcast. So if you're able to give in this turbulent time, you can do so by going online at mercymultiplied.com. This not only helps us to continue sharing free content and resources like this, but helps us to share the message of hope and healing found only in Jesus Christ with those in our residential counseling program. 
And you even mentioned, Melanie, you mentioned Keys to Freedom. I was going to mention something that came up in one of our live sessions on the Keys to Freedom boot camp that we yeah. just finished mm. up. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, we'll be doing it again, so keep That's your eyes right. out. But we talked about in one of the sessions um, that healing it can be circular. Like we talked to, there's this footnote. I can't remember what scripture is. It's in Psalms. I want to say Psalms 23. Yeah. 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 It is Psalm 23. Psalm 23 yeah. footnote. And, um, it's about how, whenever you're going through something, you're actually going up a mountain. And mm. so you think oh, all the way back down, but you're actually, you're much higher than you thought. Like we think, Oh, I, I have achieved freedom. And then boom, I'm all the way back at the bottom because I feel like I'm there, but no, you've, you might be going, I don't know. It's more, cyclical yeah. going yeah. up the mountain you're higher you're in a different place than the first time when you experienced it yeah uh, I think that relates so much to this and I would even say like you were saying with the layers that's how it's been for me something has come up during COVID but then I'm able to address it at a deeper level than mm-hmm. the first time yeah. yeah um and experience new parts of God's character new parts of his goodness know more of him and be closer to him than I was when I first dealt with something. And so I want to bring up this, this one scripture that talks about exactly what we're talking about, that he's faithful to finish the work he started in us, that even mm-hmm. each thing that we think, oh, we're totally free from it. He may have started a work and he's going to keep coming back mm-hmm. to that work. It actually says in Philippians 1, 6, I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until mm-hmm. it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. A Amen. That says it perfectly. Yes. That's so good. And I love even as you guys were both sharing bits of your revelation. And I don't remember, uh, Aaron, if you, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about in our mental health month about Brooke um, mentioning that you cannot be a perspective in your own life. Basically you need the objectivity and the voice of others because you need to be able to get out of your own head basically. Mm. And even hearing like y'all's experiences and stories and, and we're going to get into that just a, a bit more here in a moment, but like, hearing some of your own revelation is giving me courage and encouragement for things that I'm walking through now. And so I think this series is going to be, well, it sounds redundant to say encouraging, but I think it is going to be Lord willing, a source of, um, you know, encouragement because this is something that we need to hear from others as well to remind us that we're not alone. Like we're not, you know, unique in the sense that we're the one person God can't bring freedom to, or we're the one person that like can't get over this issue or whatever it is. And so this month we're going to have various members from our outreach team share some of their experience. And we've heard a little bit um, from Mel and Erin, you'll get to hear from each of us this month, but uh, Mel, would you mind just, you know, elaborating a bit more on what that, what this experience I guess has been for you, not only in COVID, but, um, yeah, I would say, you know, stay at home order, um, your relationship with the Lord, what it's looked like with your family and with mm-hmm. work, like how all that has played out together. Uh, how long are the podcasts <laughs> again? I'm like, oh my gosh. I truly, so- like, when we talked about this and we were saying like, okay, maybe each of us could individually share what thriving instead of surviving has looked like for us. I'm like... Yeah. I legit think I could write a book about this. Like, I think a different chapter for everything that the Lord has taught me about surrender, about gratitude, Mm. about like, I mean, I could just go on and on and on about so many things. But the first thing that came to mind when we talked about this was, you know, when I did kind of have that moment of like, oh, no, 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 no. John 1010 is not null and void. 
during a That's global good. pandemic. That's good. So Jesus, I'm, I'm going after it. You know, yeah. I just remember, I remember that that was the day when I was like, if we have to go through this, like if, and we, I mean, I remember at the time it was like, there's no end end game to this. I mean, even now I know we don't really know what the future holds, but we had no idea how long quarantine was going to last. I had no idea how long, you know, I wasn't going to have childcare. To be honest, I didn't know it was going to be this long. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> but, you know, I just remember thinking if we have to go through this, I am going after every single blessing that you have for me, I'm going after every single area of growth that you have for me, every gift that you have for me, whenever this whole thing ends, whatever that means or whatever that looks like, I will look back and I will see all of your goodness and I will see all of the blessings that you gave me. I'm going to see all the things that you taught me about who you are. I'm going to see all the ways that you use this time to grow me and to stretch me and to challenge me. I do not want to miss it. I got to go through this. I don't want to miss it. Not a single thing. And so honestly, for me, (laughs) as simple as it sounds, all it really required of me was for me to just be aware and Mm, to lean into the good. For me to not walk through every day on autopilot. Um, Because that's what survival is. Survival is kind of just like, numbing out and going through every day on autopilot. Yeah. And so for me to actually look each day, every day, and actually even take a minute to step back. Um, and for me, it had to be in the mornings before the child woke up. Mm-hmm. Um, like I needed to take a step back every day. <laughs> and part yeah. of the, part of my process was five things I am really thankful for that are really good today that was part of it but that's an aside that could be a whole nother podcast but so um, just just a pause real quick you're saying that in the morning you took time maybe I don't know how long that is maybe like five ten minutes and wrote out five things that you're thankful for yeah five things I'm thankful for again that was more because the Lord was teaching me about gratitude and about my Mm -hmm. mindset on and on if I mindset gratitude resets your mindset that's beautiful oh my gosh like and I had every reason to be able to look at every day and be like this is horrible Mm-hmm. there's nothing good. You know, <laughs> I had every reason that I could look and complain and grumble and, you know, maybe it was excused. I don't know, but that was only ruining my life. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't yeah, doing yeah. anything good. So that was good. part of it. But again, that's a whole nother side point. But another piece of it was every single day to be asking God, what are you up to? What are you doing in me? What are you teaching me? What are you growing in me? Um, what gift do you have for me right now today? And it was like in real time, y'all, it wasn't like globally, what are you teaching me and what are you doing in me? Like yesterday, yeah. what did you teach me yesterday? What did you grow in me? Or what did I see? Like, Oh, that was a challenging circumstance, but I could see how the Lord would use that to grow this or teach me this or show me this. Um, and then what, what gift do you have for me today right now that I do not want to miss? And here's the thing, like, as that became a daily practice, it just heightened my awareness of it all day. Even though I was focusing on it in the mornings, 
um, there would be stuff that would happen throughout the day where I'd be like, oh, I can see the Lord showing me this about him. Or like, oh my word, I'm going to die right now in this moment. Wait, this is the Lord doing that very thing he showed me this morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, and it good. was bringing an awareness in my day-to-day existence of like bigger purposes. And let me just be clear in saying, <laughs> in no way did I do this perfectly. Um, and, and, you know, you go pull out my journal, you're going to see gaps of a day here, a couple of days there, you know, like I didn't, I was not faithful to doing it every single day, but let me just tell you on the days I didn't do it. I knew it. I could Mm. feel it. I could sense it. And so, you know, although I didn't do it perfectly, I knew that as soon as like grumbling and complaining and like Mm. self pity started to take over, I knew I had lost touch with it and I knew I needed to go back to that place. And so, and again, it's not to say to discount the hard things and to say, well, there's no reason to talk about anything that's hard. Just focus on the good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I knew for myself when I started living in self-pity land, Mm. and it wasn't good. It was miserable. It was miserable for me. It was miserable for my family. And and so basically what has given me abundance and what has helped me to thrive and not survive has really been in seeking out eternal purposes in it. Because if there is not eternal purpose to this, yeah, basically just like a pointless exercise in human suffering. Like, like, I mean, if there's not eternal purposes, what in the world? Like we're all in a miserable boat together. And so while I don't believe, and I will never believe that God caused this virus or God created this pandemic, I 100% believe that he is always, 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 always faithful to bring an eternal purpose and goodness out of the most difficult days, out of the most difficult circumstances. And so for me, I was just, there was a day where I was like, I am bound and determined to get, and and still to this day, I am bound and determined to not miss one good thing that you have for me, that you have for my family um, in this. And so, yeah, that's, that's my biggest one of my biggest, that might be chapter one in the book. Yeah, um, chapter one. But but I would just encourage people with that. Like if you haven't done that, if you haven't taken that time um, to just step away, um, especially as we start like maybe inching our way towards some semblance of some normalcy again, mm-hmm. um, before you just kind of jump into that, like actually take a minute to step back and say, God, what have you been doing? You don't waste anything. Yeah, you do not waste anything. And so what did you do? What were you teaching me? What were you growing in me? What eternal purposes did you have for me and my family specific to us in this in this season? Yeah, you know, I loved how you talked about that, Melanie, you talked about, you know, I didn't do it every day. But the days that I did, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we're really we're made up of spirit, soul and body. And when we talk about exercising our body, we're not like, well, if I can't exercise seven days a week, I'm just not yeah, going to exercise. That's good. Well, that's some, so of good. Us, some of us do say that. But, you know, the goal is that we wouldn't, you know, OK, even if I miss a day, it is good for my body if I yes. move today. Yes. And that's I think that's same with spirit, same with soul. And so taking that time um, is a huge victory whenever you do it. Yeah. It's a huge, huge victory. And I also loved how you mentioned um, the Lord didn't cause this, but he'll bring it about to good. That reminded me of Genesis 50, 20, when they're talking about Joseph and yeah. he, uh-huh, the brother coat of many colors, Joseph, yes. if y'all are familiar yes. with the story. And, um, you know, he has this crazy story of all that happens to him. Um, 
that we would not say, yeah, the Lord threw you in the pit. No, no, no. Your brothers right. threw you You're in the right. pit. But <laughs> let's be clear. Yeah, let's yeah. be clear. But he goes um, at the end, he talks to his brothers when it's all kind of resolved. And he says, you intended harm to me, but God intended That's it right. for good to yep. accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Yep. And so knowing that no matter what's going on, it's true, that eternal purpose, that the Lord yeah. will create purpose out of it. And you cannot even say that out of a great hope, but you can say it because he's done it before. Yeah, you can absolutely. look back at just Genesis 50, 20, be like, he's done it before. He'll do it again, even yeah. with a global worldwide. That was a huge famine over the whole earth. So right. <laughs> similarities, similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, and I just, I remember, um, I'm going to totally botch this quote, but um, I, like two years ago, maybe when we did our series on uh, heartache and suffering, I remember um, using this Matt Chandler quote where he basically said, to the, to the effect of kind of what you were saying, Aaron, of like, how thorough is our victory over the enemy and how thorough is God's victory when what he would try to use to destroy, to still kill, destroy, that it can be flipped on its head and actually yeah. be used to defeat him. Every like, how time. thorough is our victory that we Gosh. are able to actually defeat him with the very thing that he was trying to use to defeat us. Yes. So, man, yes. no yes. weapon formed against me, shall? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. And I love, too, how, you, and Aaron, you said this with verse in Genesis, and Mel, you kicked the, us off with this in John 10, 10, that you went back, you know, you, you had this struggle, you had this thought of, like, wait, what is happening here? Like, life is spinning out of control, yeah. and you clung to that verse, you clung to that truth. Mm -hmm. And I think so many times it's so easy, especially in this unique situation, because who can say, I mean, I know in our lifetime, but I mean, looking back through history, what a unique thing to, to go, okay, we're in this quarantine situation. Um, who you're able to be around is so selective and few, and it can get really, uh, you know, like, batty, if that's the right word at times. I mean, almost like, am I going crazy? I mean, you know, with, was this just me? I'm going to save that for my story. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, surely you can yeah. start to think like, well, you know, is that really true? Does that really apply to this situation? And so this week we want to get, um, again, always practical, but we're going to start with the word. And, you know, we always encourage uh, our listeners and we talk about this in Keys to Freedom um, and, and Power Workshops about the truth statements. But this mm -hmm. week, oh man, the cat's going to go by again. I'm sorry, guys. I've tried I to love it. Sorry. It's all so real. Honestly, we, we got these new cats for my sister and it's it's been an adjustment, y'all. It's been and yes, this is a spring. You are armed and ready? I'm armed and ready. Uh, I'm trying so to be good. quiet. So anyways, sorry guys, real life over here. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so we're going to focus on some truth statements, but with a particular twist. So what we want you to do is to find time, like Mel said, for her it was the morning, maybe for you it's the evening, maybe it's when you can get somebody to watch your kids or, you know, you get off of, of work or, or whatever it is, some time that you can find alone with the Lord. And we want you to write down the lies you've been believing about your freedom. What are the lies you've been believing about your freedom? Like, well, Aaron already mentioned some, some of these. I guess I wasn't really free, or I guess the work that the Lord did in me 
it wasn't really effective or it doesn't apply to this situation because it's so different, right? It's so unique. Or I slipped up. I guess it's over. I shouldn't even try today. So we want you to write those down. What are the lies you've been believing? And then we want you to go on a quest, on a hunt, on kind of like when I, what I heard Mel in your voice is you were very tenacious in a way. Like it was like you had to have. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. No, 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 I, no, yeah. I, I still have, give me Jesus. You know, yeah. it's like this, that, what's that, is that, uh, you know, him, but singing it like, you know, <laughs> the screamo version, like give me Jesus. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. With yeah. fight. And so we're going to kind of, well, not kind of, we got to gear it for battle, battle here. And so we're going to do that by, um, by intentionally taking time to seek out what his word says about our freedom. So write down what you've been believing, the lies you've been believing about your freedom, and then intentionally take time to go find out what God says about your freedom. Mm-hmm. You do this in several ways. You can, you know, obviously like search on Google and we have so many uh, resources at our fingertips. I personally love YouVersion. Um, they've got some great Devos and a great search engine. Um, the back of your concordance and your Bible, that's great. And then I, I would also, and maybe I'll have something to add to this, I would, on that same objective piece and having other people speak into your life, I would ask friends and family that you know are walking with the Lord to ask them what verses on freedom are, mm-hmm. are speaking to them these days. Yeah. That's yeah. a super easy way and write that down and keep that with you. That's your, this is our sword, guys. This is our, <laughs> these are our weapons. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah. so, so good. And this, this podcast has been so fun to do today. Melanie, thank you so much for sharing yeah. just what you've been walking through. I, I'm actually still like, I could go for chapters two, three, and four right now. Like yeah, I'm ready to go. Write that book. <laughs> yeah. Gotta write that book. But I, I believe we will be getting some more input from Melanie in future. We're going to keep going through the rest of our outreach team. So if you related to Melanie's perspective that's awesome but stay tuned the, ne- the rest of the month mm-hmm. to hear other people's perspectives um, and see which ones may be helpful for you like Rachel said at the beginning these are meant to be encouraging as in to put courage in you mm-hmm. to can to find that thrive to mm-hmm. move out of survival to bring awareness um, as we go through this series we also want you to know that we are open for prayer so if you would like to send us your prayer requests if this has brought up prayer requests for you listening to this particular uh, session then please email those into mercy talk at mercy we would love to be in prayer for you mm-hmm. and with that we'll sign off and we'll see you guys next week we're so glad you joined us today We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.